0: This is an IndieWeb podcast David Chansky and Chris Aldrich, returning for the first time in 2019. And once again, uh, since he hasn't said hello, I'm going to say hello to my continual co-host for these small podcast episodes where uh, we talk until one of us leaves.
1: <laughs> it seems to be. Or until the tape runs out.
0: That's why we went digital. There's no tape.
1: Wait, this isn't. Oh, this isn't a. Uh,
0: you want me to I break have... out the reel to reel? I can. I, you know, I
1: thought we were going magnetic here.
0: I had it for years. Um, when I was, um, let's see, it would have been uh, the '90s. I was um, cutting tape at WJFF, Jeffersonville, New York. I'm sure you've heard oh, of you us. Again. Oh yeah.
1: Missed the miss the days of the old
0: D-Gaussers. Uh, that is what happened to all recordings that were on air that included me. <laughs> I am impressed that you said that you've heard of
2: WJFF, but that's neither here nor there.
0: But anyway, uh, jokes aside, uh, we're back for another year. Um, I know you've been busy with uh, a lot of non IndieWeb things. How dare you? I lost you. Yes. I, I, I said, How dare you. Be busy with things that are not indie web related.
1: Oh, well, sometimes life intervenes.
0: Yeah. yeah. How dare you have a, a spouse least... and a child and uh, a job and, and what other things a, um, that I'm not seriously um, criticizing you know, for?
1: A, a mortgage, uh, you know. A free library. Know. Yeah, run a library on the side. So until either, until either I can figure out a way to make IndieWeb a full time job, or
0: I think a lot of us unt- would like until that. it
1: finds until it finds me, you know,
0: I think a lot life, of us would like that. Life, you know. Although the problem being that if something you like as a hobby becomes a, a job, it might not be quite as fun.
1: There's that. That's a possibility. But it would give it would give me a reason to spin up another indie website and run a site that I can better dog food indie web for business.
0: Well, which nothing,
2: is, uh nothing, you know, something
1: that's...
0: Nothing's stopping you. Now, uh, for me, I just spent some of my weekend spinning up some new development sites. Um, I'm sure you've visited my development site to try to figure out what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, every
1: now and then I check in on it just to see...
0: What weirdness see I've new. left on it.
1: Or what changes sometimes from minute to minute?
0: Well, it usually means I'm playing with something. I never expect anybody to, despite the fact that it's publicly available, I never expect anybody to take it seriously. But it's it's, uh, it's... shutting down. Oh, it is? Uh, Well, by necessity, I don't want to pay for it anymore, so I'm moving it to another server, and I figured if I'm doing that, then I'm going to uh, redo it. So it has a new address.
1: So you didn't just make a subdomain like, you know, playground.shansky.com?
0: Uh, no, I actually have a special subdomain. Oh,
1: but, but one as obscure as the uh, the first?
0: I've been saving that one for a while. Oh, fine. There you go. I uh, for the ta-
2: for the tape. David has texted
1: me the the name of the new site, and I I will let it remain a secret until oh well, it's
0: no longer tiny. For years, yeah. I, the old one was called Tiny. Uh, the new one, boringly, is WP Dev. Uh, I also launched a, a test site for Classic Press while oh, I was in the middle of launching test sites.
1: Oh, so um, what has is Classic Press anywhere besides where WordPress four point nine point nine was?
0: Well, they did a bunch of other things, but all I did was install a test site with nothing on it. Yeah. And the first thing that came up with the default installation uh undefined variable in oh dear. That, so uh it is a beta. <laughs> so but it was a it's a beta fork of a established project that you, I'm surprised has a undefined variable in it. Uh but we'll see what happens.
2: Hmm.
0: And this is well, not yeah. a, the stable beta not I'm not running uh, the running their trunk version. Okay. So I just yeah. wanted to see, did some of the plugins that I worked on, can I say that they seem to work with Classic Press? Yeah. So I just, and since I tried to make it easier to spin up some test sites, I might spin up some more to try different things. So I'm, I thought about having one to see how multi-site works. Because I've done multi-site, but I've never really
2: uh, tried to see how my things work with it.
0: Yeah there are a few things I might want to play with in the future, but for now I want to, I have a deadline to move the site because I'm shuttering the server. So it's uh, sharing a site with, um, it's sharing a server with actually um, some low traffic sites that uh, I manage for somebody else where they don't really need very much capacity. Yeah. I think it's an insurance website. Cause mm-hmm. I just checked and the main site is directing to the insurance website. So I better fix that well <laughs> no, there is that yeah well either way um, so that's uh, handled some of my weekend the only other thing that was on that same server was my uh, presence in the indie web chat yeah I uh, was running on that uh, VPS in Texas so
2: uh, that's not running here in my house so whenever
0: you're talking to me you actually are talking to my house oh nice and it runs faster now too. Because um it's not going back and forth to Texas and upgrades are always good. So uh that's uh what I've been working on the last day. But I also uh in response to one comment, I've been switching from SVG sprites over to inline SVG icons. Uh, and, which is and visu- I, if I do that visually I, oh. if I do that visually correct, then you'll never notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was this complaint. So um Syndication links and uh, the IndieWeb plugin both use a font pack that I found full of icons called Simple Icons. Uh, so there are like I think five hundred of them, mm-hmm. and somebody was complaining that the resulting sprite uh, that they kept having to download it, uh, all six hundred k of it. Oh yeah, uh, well, caching being what it is, but either way, um, I agreed to try a different way that would not do that. So Inline, it is actually taking the file and pasting it into the HTML every time it wants to show an icon.
1: It's so a much lighter weight for the low bandwidth.
0: Yeah, so uh, most people won't notice it. And if you do have um, caching enabled on your site, it'll go. And it's not like there are that many in a page. Yeah, So typically. So it'll slightly increase the size of the HTML by let's see let's say about 1k per icon per uh, on the screen
2: which is not bad as things go but we'll see there may be other ways to address it uh, in the future for now this seems to be a good compromise mm-hmm. and
0: it gets me a lot of icons
2: does this include all the weather icons the
1: 4 million of those
0: ah uh, the weather icons by the way there are 200 of those uh, I haven't oh, gotten wow. to that. I converted the, so I'm converting all of the icons in all of the plugins that use that type of icon, so that I started with Postkinds because it has the smallest icon set, and that's converted,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that's actually live in the repository. As is the Syndication Links one, which is live. Uh, and I, have many, many... to, I have not pushed anything. I have not pushed anything for download yet.
1: Okay, I was going to say how many are in. Postkinds now.
2: That seems to have been growing and growing over over the ages, even though more and more silos seem to be shutting down. Let's see. Uh, okay, icon directory. How do you count how many files are in a directory? Mm. One second. I'll I'll give you an answer. Nope. Wrong server. Sorry, I'm still switching between the, the development servers. Thirty-six. Well, no, that's not bad.
0: Uh that would be ac- um an icon for acquisition article, audio, bookmark, check-in, drink, eat, event, exercise, favorite, fire hose. Uh fire hose being the icon that I use for all posts.
1: Oh, and what are you using for the for that uh the g-
0: that's generic the world? well the all posts is actually the expand icon so it's the arrows okay so that's when uh i'm that's the link so that you can get all posts in the uh in the kind uh widget
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you, i don't think you've gotten to the kind widget because you're a few versions behind
2: yeah
0: uh let's see uh follow issue itinerary jam like listen mood note photo play question quote read Recipe, reply, repost, RSVP, sleep, tag, trip, video, watch, weather, or wish. Nice. Uh, That doesn't mean some of them I might not use, but these are the ones that I put in there for future use if anybody wanted to enable them.
1: Well, and I I imagine there's at least one person somewhere using each one of those. I'm not sure about
0: the travel subsets of. Yeah. Yeah, there may be no travels. I would love to get that one up and running, but. Uh, there's a lot of steps involved in it,
1: and it sounded like, unless I missed it, you're missing the chicken.
0: I did never, but- I never loaded the chicken because um, that seemed to be more of a, of a custom job. <laughs> but I did make it easier for you to load the chicken. Yes. Although in the new version of this and the other plugin, I have not, ma- um, I have to fix it so that you can do a custom icon. Yep. But I did tell you how you could write, the instructions although I do need to get the icon part working. So the next version, nice. I will make it, um, if the icons are being embedded, I have to give you a way to point at the correct icon, which yeah. is not in the current version.
1: Well, and it also makes it nice too, so that people who don't like the default icon can change it to yeah,
2: something
0: that was,
1: else.
0: that was technically possible in the last version. I It was just not as easy as the new version would be. Yeah. Show me where the file is now.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: But beyond that, let me think. Um, that was what oh, I shared a, the last few days. But uh, before I, that, I, know, I did a bunch of theme stuff.
2: I
1: know something that's new. What's new? Uh, I heard the, uh, uh, the 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 president of IndieWeb within
2: WordPress gave a state of the union. I, I missed it, but I caught it in text. What wouldn't be a state of the union? Well, st- a state of the IndieWeb WordPress
0: union, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the president of that. I thought um, you were the president of my fan club, although uh, currently my fan club seems to be a presidency of one.
1: Well, the you know, there you should really should only have one senior executive. But, you know, I think the club has, you know, 10 or 15 members at least. Now they're not all dues-paying members yet, but you know we haven't decided what we would use that money for.
0: Well, I I did tell you that um, I'm happy to launch the uh, the fan club page should you show up in Austin. Oh, there you go. If you tell me you're coming to Austin, there will be a fan club page re- um, announcing this.
2: We could. Well, I <laughs> I think it's a
1: little disingenuous though if you're launching your own fan club page. Shouldn't your fan club be responsible for that?
0: Well, I have a domain that seemed appropriate.
1: Oh, you, so you bought uh, David Chansky Fan Club?
0: Ah, uh, no.
2: Oh, okay. Good, because I thought I had
0: bought that months ago. So, should I ask if that actually is true? <laughs> I can go check no, the who no, is.
2: <laughs> well, it won't
1: show won't show anything. But um, yeah, don't ruin the surprise.
0: Okay, but uh, either way, uh, we'll see what happens. So that does well, bring us to the next uh, Indie Webcamp, before I forget, which is in Austin, Texas, coming up in uh, February, was it 23rd or 22nd? I forgot which one's the weekend. Uh, let me get my yeah. calendar. Uh, the 22nd is the Friday, so it's Saturday and Sunday, the 23rd and the 24th. Um, I assume there'll be some sort of get-together on the evening of the 22nd. I'm arriving midday. And um, there are some people who are arriving the night before. I did attempt to get a room for my potential roommate for the evening before, but discovered uh, that there may be a conflict causing the prices to go up. So it's lucky I booked early.
2: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Uh, There's apparently a music festival in uh, Austin that particular weekend. I'm not sure if Manton realized it because that may be uh, making things busy.
1: Well, I think there's, seemingly there's a music festival pretty much every weekend in Austin, I think.
0: Well, according to the the schedule, this is the only one in February. The next one is not until the South by Southwest Festival in March, which I assume is much bigger, not having been. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So according to the uh, Austin, Texas uh, event calendar, uh... What we have is uh, from the 20th to the 24th is um, a multidisciplinary art festival showcasing film, performance art, music, visual art, and more called the Outsider Festival. It's from the 20th to the 24th, so my assumption is people are coming in for it.
1: Yeah. Well, there'd be some extra entertainment that weekend.
0: Well, it had, um, Last year, it was uh, former Vice President Biden, who was there at the same time and filled up the streets. Oh,
2: was he building his own uh, website that weekend too?
0: Uh, No, he was lecturing on his book. Oh, okay. Blas and lack. Yeah. But apparently, um, if you stay in Austin, you could wait. Um, only a few weeks later, on March 16th, is uh, Rodeo Austin, which has grown from 16 animals into one of Austin's premier events, featuring pro-rodeo events, daily concerts, a livestock show, and more. Oh, jeez. That's from the 16th to the 30th. And, of course, in the midst of that, you can visit uh, the St. Patrick's Day Festival. Uh, Clyde Littlefield's Texas Relays. I'm not really sure, other than um, pure amusement yeah. value, why I am reading the festival calendar. Of I was going to say,
1: he's still doing that festival? That's pretty amazing.
0: Uh, also, uh, don't forget the 90th ABC Kite Fest, the world's okay. oldest kite festival. Yeah.
1: <laughs> March now 30th now you're going too far.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It works for Stephen Colbert. <laughs> but Well, you're, you're
1: now also a month away from the uh, IndieWeb Austin dates, too. So
0: Yeah, so the IndieWeb Austin um, dates are coming up. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've, I booked early. Uh, I am looking forward to IndieWebCamp New Haven, although I've done nothing to uh, prepare to go there other than assume I'm going.
2: Well, you know well, it's a lot easier. I can drive, yeah,
0: it's not worth driving up there and driving back in the same day, but I could probably just drive up, get a hotel room for a night, and turn around, yeah. and come back.
2: Well you just gotta cross your fingers and hope for no snow in April uh it's Connecticut,
0: yeah, but it shouldn't be by April. it should have most not all of it, but it should have mostly gone away, yeah uh other
2: then we have Indie Web Camp Online, which is coming up in
0: March, and that's going to be a two-dayer. That's what it's looking like, um, and it is the only the second Indie Web Camp that you can uh, appropriately attend in your pajamas. So something to look well, forward to there.
1: That makes me think we should have a
2: pajama day at uh, Indie Web Camp New Haven. Then
0: might be cold on the way from the hotel. Well, you know, but we'll see. I have not been uh, in the New Haven area for any extended length of time since uh, the accident. Mm. Anyway, um, that was a long time ago. But uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, The community seems to be doing fairly well. We have new people showing up. We have new interest. I caught that there was a gentleman who, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Kapowski? Mr. Kapowski. Dot .com it,
1: I in fact when I originally saw that site I thought for a second Marty McGuire was releasing you know something new
0: well someone asked me if it was one um about it because they thought that I might have something to do with the markup so the markup was slightly off when it was parsed and uh the assumption is if it's a WordPress site then it must be one of my plugins which uh in this case was a fortuneare or unfortunately, a false assumption. Yeah, but no. So he's um the reason why I'm mentioning it is that means that somebody else is writing a indie web appropriate theme, which I appreciate. Oh
2: yeah,
0: I just find it interesting that Mr. is run by a guy named Chris McLeod, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. So
2: I'm not quite sure where the Mister Kapowski comes from. Well, maybe he was a fan of. uh our Bayside friends,
1: and wanted to marry Kelly Kapowski. I don't know.
0: Oh, is she from Bayside, Queens? No, the other Bayside, the
2: California. Oh, the Bayside. the Bayside
0: Convention Center in the Boston area.
2: No,
0: uh, Bayside in Miami.
1: No, I'm just talking about the Peter Engel show from the mid '80s into the '90s.
0: Uh, you mean oh, was it was Good Morning, Miss Bliss?
1: Yeah, exactly as as some
0: would know it in its earlier incarnation i found that a very strange thing to do to a show yeah let's let, let, let's take a show and uh we'll we'll take one or two characters away from that show and we'll call it a completely different show why didn't they just create a new show it didn't really seem to have a relationship to the old show.
3: Mm.
0: except they had some episodes
1: yeah it's all about it's all to do with network finances
0: we have stuff let's save money and air it and hope that people like it yep something around something around that i'll wait for the
2: saturday morning kids show
0: i'll wait for behind the scenes documentaries to explain that
2: they may already exist i haven't seen any of them lately but i know there are some out there
0: well there are for everything nowadays I don't know. Well, thanks, thanks to to my brother and his um, interest in uh, Disney theme park history, I've gotten into uh, theme park history um, channels on YouTube,
2: oh. which is interesting in itself. Is there any good relation to uh, your indie web project? Uh, spending more than
1: a, a day at a park.
0: Oh, that one—that wasn't an indie web project. I just tried to do it in an indie web manner. That was uh, my well, brother talking me into doing something insane.
1: It's the, it's the beginning of it, you know. I'm hoping that by the time we get around and put uh, Indie Web Camp LA on sometime, hopefully this year, we'll be able to revisit Disneyland. And
0: well, are you, su- are uh, you suggesting or- an actual um, running of the Parkology Challenge or just visiting Disneyland? Because we um, can. And certainly do both. Did you actually read the rules of the Parkology Challenge?
1: Uh, I skimmed through them, I think, just about the time
0: you were making your... Yeah, your so uh, I will give you the simple summary of these rules. Uh, you must use Twitter to tweet a photo of yourself on any free ride throughout the day, which I set up so that it, had I been asked to do so, I could have done through my website. So I tested location. I got photos working That was. Uh, Missing an uh, an on-ride photo is the same as missing an actual ride. Uh, You must tag Parkology in in every tweet. You must use the hashtag ParkologyChallenge. You must tweet them out in the order you ride them. You must tweet a screenshot from the My Disney Experience app of any FastPass that you intend to use, showing the ride name, return window, and the names of the team members holding the FastPass. If you reserve up to three FastPasses, Prior to the day of your run, which you can do if you um, set it up correctly, you must tweet those screenshots before your run begins. Uh, if you acquire a fast pass via the app or the kiosk during the run, you must tweet screenshots as soon as acquired before using the fast pass. If the fast pass is modified to a different ride or return window, the modification must also be tweeted. If a fast is not used or canceled, we require a tweet notifying us of that fact. Jesus. It may not be practical to tweet every ride at the moment it is ridden, but make sure each ride is accounted for. If there are instances where photos are not practical, such as riding a dark thrill ride, please snap a picture of you as you load or unload the ride vehicle. We need evidence that you actually are on or were on the ride. Photos from outside the attraction, within the line, or by the sign are not valid. Some rides, like Avatar Flight of Passage, may not allow photos while on the ride itself. In this special case, a photo from the final pre-show room is acceptable. Please wear the 3D glasses or include images In the photo, clearly showing that you are in the final pre-show. We also understand that in the pressure of the moment, you may forget to send the tweet, or the tweet may not have gone out due to technical problems. We're not trying to punish you, and there's an element of trust here. But please try your best to tweet photos from every ride in the order that you ride them.
2: Man. And only one person's ever done this, right? No, plenty of people have done it. Um,
0: Plenty of people fail. Uh, If you actually look... um, there was somebody who did it a few weeks ago. Now at uh, Disneyland, there are let's see, there are actually more rides than at Disney World for this. So there are 34 rides in Disneyland, and including California Adventure, which does count, there are an additional 16, which puts it at how many? If you're counting. No, oh, I didn't count, but it's got to be way over 50. 50. Nope, 50 exactly. 50? 50. Yeah. Uh, at uh, If you count the four parks at Disney World, uh, excluding the currently closed rides, it's actually at 45. Also, no sweat. But it's four parks and further spread out. So it's harder because there's much more walking. The Disneyland one is actually easier because they're so much closer together.
2: Mm.
0: Well, yeah, well,
2: closer than Florida, certainly. But it is a, he- a heck of a...
0: Walk across that promenade there. I've actually never been to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, why that's why I said see? if I'm coming back to the Los Angeles area, I'd like to, you know, cross that off my list. There you go. Do you realize that I, the last time that I was on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride,
1: Mr. Toad was still
2: alive.
0: Probably because he's he's dead at Disney World.
2: Oh. Hmm.
0: But my brother is gearing up uh, for a rematch. He wants to win he has a, a a chat group where he watches people competing so that he can analyze for next time
1: oh yeah you got to spend some time to work on
0: optimizing that stuff yeah. he still and feels even... he still feels that we you know we missed the brass rings
1: mm. yeah. well that's even harder to do it you know using
0: indie web technology uh well that's it's why I, um ultimately i did it a different way so the official uh tweeting was done by uh, the team leader And then you did Pesos after the fact? Uh, No, actually, the way that I did it was um, I used Swarm to backfill the exact times I was on rides because it was Mm. faster. And then I backported the pictures. So I added the picture to the post that was generated by Swarm after the fact. Okay. So that at least gave me a rough timeline of what happened on my site, which I was able to work with.
2: Well, I guess Swarm
1: couldn't give you the ability to sync across to Twitter and send photos.
0: Well, um, I just found it easier because it was able to get me the location without me having to enter it in. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I found out afterwards when I met a guy uh, who was competing that day that there actually is an app. Which you oh, should install. Park, you should inst- well, uh, it's actually, the app is called Theme Park Challenge on Android. I met the developer. Uh, So it currently supports the parkology and every ride challenges. So there is a second, uh, a similar challenge called the every ride challenge, which you can compete in Mm -hmm. Uh, for the Disney Walt Disney world and Disneyland resorts. You can track your attractions, visited your fast pass held and used automate generations of attraction completion tweets, watch challenges live as they unfold in the watch tab. So you can, you can follow other people. Mm. And of course it gets reviews. Use this app. I love the watch and tweet progress features. Awesome. Loved using it and can't wait to use it again. So um, you can actually track your challenges in an app that somebody wrote for the purpose. Slick. If uh, we were a little annoyed, if we'd known that there had been a nice free app, we could have tried this with it. Somebody would have tried it. Yeah. But you learn. It takes some of the pressure off. Um, It's not ideal, but it does what it is supposed to.
1: Yeah. Well, usually there's enough line time that you can fill a little bit of it
2: with. doing those kind of challenges, but did you get to use your uh
1: altitude functionality?
0: Well, um if you the question is um if you've been following my site, altitude does show up on a variety of different posts. Uh mostly if you look at December 31st, when, yeah, I saw uh, that one. Yeah, So that was, um, the other thing is I took a trip to Ireland. And I, in order to get the altitude reading on my
2: phone to actually work, I had to lean over
0: uh, and hold the phone next to the window. Uh, fortunately, it was not a full flight uh, because I was sitting, um, It's it was a wide body A330, which is 242. I was in the aisle on the middle four. Mm. So I, um somebody went to the bathroom and I leaned over their seat and held the phone up to the window until it got a fix.
1: <laughs> the things we won't do
0: for the indie web. But I did discover that I made a mistake because uh I'm not uh all of, altitude data from a GPS defaults to meters. So mm-hmm. I stored it in meters and converted it for display only. Yeah. Uh that was a change in the last version. I stopped uh storing it in whatever local metrics were. Yeah. Uh, I just I just changed it on the fly. Uh, But I didn't round it, so uh, my website is showing thirty-one thousand two hundred twenty-nine point one zero two six nine seven two six six feet.
1: That's some heavy significant figures on that. uh...
0: Well, it's it's the division. Well, yeah, obviously. But um, I just pushed. I haven't uh, updated. But I actually, in the development version, I am now rounding to the nearest even number.
2: There you go. Yeah, we learn.
0: But there's a lot I'd like to do, and you see me sort of you know, pushing through it. Um, also, that was the, the evening of December 31st, which is when I launched um, the IW26 theme.
2: And why did you choose that as the name? I get the IW
0: part. Well, it was uh, it's a fork of the 2016 in IndieWeb theme, but it's not 2016 anymore. And I cut a lot out of the IndieWeb 2016 theme. I cut out the zero and the one.
1: Okay, so you so it, the same way you cut some of the code, you cut out the zero and the one and just mushed them together. Okay. Yes. I thought maybe there was some other significance for the reason you chose 26.
0: Letters uh-huh. of the alphabet? Maximum oh. number of classes on an airline?
1: I don't know. Possible.
0: But I don't know. I just sort of played with um, variants of the name IndieWeb2016 until I came up with that. Yeah. Uh, I also... Um, started and it's available at least stable enough for people to play with uh, a fork of independent publisher which is very popular where I stripped out a lot of things and updated a lot of other things. I did learn when I did that I learned a lot It's stable enough to use now? I think so It's at least as stable as IW26 Um, There's certainly things that I would improve over it, but it does work to spec and there are some other things I want to do so if you downloaded the dev version, you wouldn't necessarily regret it.
1: For those who aren't as technically inclined, I'm guessing this is in
0: your GitHub repository? Uh, yeah, and I did take somebody's advice that if you install the GitHub updater plugin, which you cannot get in the WordPress repository, then you can install plugins and themes from and keep them updated from GitHub. Well,
2: that's good. So, and yeah. does that have? Does it have an obvious name like IndieWeb Publisher Fork?
0: No, well it's called IndieWeb Publisher. Okay. As opposed to Independent Publisher.
2: Oh there you go, that's smart. But a lot
0: of features that weren't necessarily bad I did strip because I some of them I felt didn't belong. Uh so uh I was never quite sure how to pronounce it. Ramdev. Yeah, that's how I would say it. Yeah. Which is again a good name for a developer. Is yeah, is his name, and that is actually his name, uh, has sort of gone silent and, without explanation. And I was sort of hoping that uh, he'd make a return, but there was one thing that happened on his repository that made me think that he isn't necessarily interested in making a return appearance.
2: Somebody opened an issue on his repository uh, on about a month ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I seek contact with you. This would have been uh, and he closed it
0: that's all it was, well, that made me think he's still active, so he yeah. um so he's still reading these things, but he's not actively participating, yeah, so the idea that he might issue some updates for independent publisher it made me think that he probably wouldn't
2: yeah
1: so well, I, I, can, I, I can imagine too, a lot of theme developers are also now swamped or potentially overloaded with the possibility of starting to issue updates for, for uh, Gutenberg, Gutenberg,
2: which can be a daunting seeming task. Especially for those who aren't, you know, Gutenberg aware or don't have the time to delve into that
3: piece
0: yet. Well, well for now, my, my plan was to maintain it as a, a classic WordPress. Classic is mm-hmm. in classic editor indie web thing, and I don't know if I'm going to. I wouldn't do anything with a theme in Gutenberg until I do something with PostKinds in Gutenberg. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't do anything with PostKinds in Gutenberg until I try doing something with Gutenberg. So it's sort of I'd have, um, until I tried doing something with Gutenberg, I'm doing nothing with Gutenberg. Wow. I did well, go through and deliberately redesign the simple location uh, side box so it could work with Gutenberg, but that's a little different than making it compatible. Yeah. I just made it. So um, the original one merged into the publish box, which doesn't exist in Gutenberg. So now it doesn't.
1: Well, there's a, I don't think there's been a WordPress camp I've seen in at least my local area that hasn't had one or more Gutenberg sessions in this past year. And my guess is those will amplify going forward. So hopefully
0: it's the JavaScript. I'm not a big oh, fan yeah. of JavaScript, to be honest. But... Who is? Apparently, uh, the WordPress project. But <laughs> well, no, yeah. And I'm that. not saying I don't think there's a place for JavaScript. I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of implementing your entire interface in it. Yeah. I like server side, but either way, well, um, I'll probably be forced to delve in a little.
2: But I've got I've got a lot more uh, uh,
1: respect for theme developers having been off and on in what little IndieWeb free time I do have, I've been tinkering around with converting the the old 2012 theme into something a little more IndieWeb compatible. Uh, And it's really impressive how much more, how much more dry newer themes are compared to what they were when they were written in 2011 or 2012. What do you mean by dry? Uh, then don't repeat yourself. Uh, there's so much ridiculous oh. repeated code in there, and chunks that once you think you have fixed something, uh, you realize it's coming. You know, you still have data coming from somewhere else that screws uh, screws up what's going on.
0: But you've noticed that I've uh, I sort of try to cut that sort of thing. I'm guessing that I'm guessing that the Munchkin has returned. Yeah,
1: hold on one second. Let me
0: close our door. I feel like every time I use the term munchkin, I should make a Wizard of Oz reference. We represent the lollipop kill, the lollipop kill, the lollipop kill. And there we go. We represent the lollipop kill. We wish to welcome you to...
1: Sorry. No, so there's, there's lots of little things that you know each individual it has support for um, post- Uh, post formats and each one manually recodes everything from scratch for each one rather than reusing little blocks or snippets of code that would make things a lot easier.
0: I think that came a bit later. So, but if you do need any help, um, I have become the master of updating old themes. (laughs) Because what I did in, um, in the web publisher was, I cut out all of the custom code that had been replaced by core functionality and implemented the same code using the core functionality. Oh, that's, that may be useful. So, well, that helped a lot. So um, he was using custom navigation functionality and I re-implemented it looking exactly the same way that he did it using the built-in core functionality, which didn't come in until after he developed the theme. Yeah. You know, I, I just kept doing this. Okay, well. WordPress does this for you now. So I'm getting rid of this code. I'm getting rid of that code. Um, he also had this really complicated excerpting system. Yeah. Gone. Uh, yeah, that I remember. that I one remember. Is, a, is a little more complex because there was no distinct reason to remove it. Just I didn't yeah. think it belonged there. Um, yeah. Logic about excerpting seems like more of a plug-in thing to me. So yeah. one of it was generate one-sentence excerpts. If you want that, that should be a plugin. Yeah. Where it would be more useful to have as a plugin, certainly. Yeah. And then there was always show full con- for full content for first post. I may reimplement that one, but not in the same way. hmm So I just thought that um, filtering excerpts also tended to crash post kinds. I actually had to redesign a feature in post kinds because... Uh, His excerpting filter and my excerpting filter were disagreeing with each other, but probably made it better in the long run. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I added in uh, the privacy link, which was put in the last version of WordPress. If you've set a privacy policy, it will show the link by default now. So all these backported enhancements from the last few versions of WordPress that I would expect him to have put into the regular version had he continued with it. Yeah. Well, and
2: then even knowing that those are there and exist, uh,
1: continually educating yourself about.
0: Yeah, well, that's why it, that's why it's a, it's a great project if you want to learn about theme development to try to upgrade somebody else's theme. Yeah. The other, th- uh, let's see the uh, the font I updated to the latest version of Genericons, which is the one that doesn't have the social icons. I stripped out the social menu on the theory that uh, social menus are again not something I think belongs in a theme. Yeah. I think it's more of a plugin. Thing. And well, I, I, to have a pl- I have a plugin that does that. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there's even an indie web reason to not have that, but there's so many themes
0: that, that build use it in.
1: that or something like it that well, either build it in or,
0: well, not only that, they all use the same technology, just in Tadlock's social icons methodology. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, there's an article about it that everybody seems to have gotten it from. Yeah. So uh, there's certainly a lot of implementations of that.
2: But I've I've been debating
1: getting rid of all social icons.
0: Not necessarily a bad idea.
1: In general, at least on my f- front page, because it's, you know...
0: I have them up, but I, I think about it every so often also.
1: You know, I can see leaving a couple of links in there, if, you know, if somebody was going to use some of the... Uh, like Indie auth workflows
0: yep. to log into other things and needed Twitter or GitHub as a bootstrap. Yeah, for me, um, I feel like if people are looking for me, they can go anywhere but and find me and I'll make it work. But yeah. um there are a few on um since I'm almost never on Facebook anymore, since I can't publish to there, I rarely even open the thing. Yeah. I was thinking of just not linking it.
2: I only joined Instagram so that I could test on your gram.
0: It works. Done. Okay. (laughs) The problem is uh, back to you're cutting yourself off, but it's back to, I really do not like how Facebook and its sister companies are doing business. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with swarm right now, but I'd like to get off of that and onto my own site a little more also. But I have not bootstrapped that yet. Actually, I am bootstrapping
2: it. I have not moved it. Uh, so other than that, uh, let's see what else
0: happened in, in, in IndieWeb Publisher. Uh, it has support for all of the plugins, so it will show syndication links in the sidebar. It will show location in the sidebar. As far as I know, um, it is it actually goes farther than the IW26 theme in integrating the web mention form and making some modifications on how it does comments. So RemDev was the only person who implemented native web mention support in his comment template.
2: Well, that's nice.
0: Gone. Uh, the reason for that is he implemented it uh, in a way that's not compatible with semantic linkbacks. So no face pile. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. So I subsequent to remember that as an issue. You know, well, subsequent to him doing that, we added the face pile and we added the, um, the comment template built into semantic link backs. So if you yeah. if you use the one that's built in, what it's going to do is it's going to do a bunch of really nice things. What's the best way of describing it? Uh if you're if you have a comment that was originally a web mention reply, then it will put next to the name, it'll put at and the domain. Yeah. And it's already doing that. Uh so that template is enabled by default unless you turn Um, and can be accessed in the theme. So you might as well use that one.
1: That Um, also seems like a functionality that's better for the plugin than for a particular theme anyway.
0: Well, I want to do more with that. Um, There was a, it would have been uh, Ryan Barrett who,
2: I made a note of it, who uh,
0: proposed that uh, backfed comments should have the icons. So,
1: oh, like superimposed over them, so that if there's like a an
2: avatar, it'll have like a Twitter I don't know that. bug on the bottom. Well, let's just see. Um, so, I think I've seen that on a few a few websites using the Twitter right um,
0: the Twitter icon to indicate backfed versus native, yeah. instead of text like via twitter dot com. So, right What's now. There? If you Especially if you're facepiling it. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if if he was thinking of the facepile, but that certainly needs uh, some enhancement as well. But if you, the way that the semantic linkbacks comment template works is not only is it uh, microformats two compatible, but it would say a name at twi- you know with the at symbol, so as opposed to via because then there's an mm-hmm. language translation issue. it will say at twitter.com or at what have you at the domain and then in the face pile, it doesn't do anything right now. So for the face
2: pile, you just add a tiny little image over the avatar, I guess.
0: Well, I want to go, I want to go back to that and do some stuff in semantic link backs because I can't currently change it because I, um, when we wrote the feature, um, um, Ryan wrote the the face pile feature, the first one, Uh, Mm -hmm. it got modified. Uh, I wrote the Semantic Linkbacks comment template. It was based on the uh, original plugin that I wrote. Mm-hmm. There was Semantic Comments, which was a replacement of the comment template. So I took that code, upgraded it, and merged it in, into Semantic Linkbacks, and it enhances the comment template to actually do all that stuff, although I have some new ideas for that that I want to try. Yeah.
2: But I don't well, know. I know the, was the thing there I was keep another- saying...
0: Is that we're moving towards a convergence that's making me happy.
2: Yeah. And something that makes sense in a broader way
1: of
0: doing things, I think. Well, no, everything's working together. Um, For the longest time, things didn't work very well together.
2: Or collided. Yeah, so a part of that is that uh, I've been doing all this stuff because I wanted to work together, but... And there hasn't been much, you know, lately there hasn't been much movement from,
0: regrettably, as many people as I'd like.
2: Yeah.
0: There are other contributors, but uh, since I did a lot of it, I can make sure it works together, and I get annoyed when it doesn't, because
2: I built it to work together. So. Yeah.
0: Although every time somebody comes in and looks like they might want to do something, I keep trying to encourage them. Yeah. <laughs> There was one earlier today um, where somebody said, well, you know, uh, I think that the IndieWeb onboarding page and the plugin should be better. I
2: said, yeah, I agree. But there's only so many things you can do in a day.
0: Yeah, well, if somebody wants to take it on, even if somebody just wants to write instructions. or,
1: Or even if, you know, a designer wanted to come in and mock up a version of it. Yeah. What ideally it could look like, even those small things.
0: And we do get some, you know, small pull requests on some of these things.
1: Or even just feedback on, hey, this thing
2: doesn't quite work the way I would have expected. Or it does this and I wish it did that. Not uncommon. Well, but I I think there's,
1: you know, hundreds of people out there playing around who don't even know that that's a possibility that they can do that, even if they don't know how to effectuate it and code themselves.
0: Well, anything anybody wants to do, I'm happy with. I think you're happy with as a community member. And you know we have um Greg who keeps uh making videos, even though he sort of left uh the WordPress side of things. Well to pursue his bliss le- elsewhere. He's left, but he's not really left. I well, think as a as I, an educator
1: he is, he's he's yeah. he's stuck in WordPress for the rest of his life, whether he
0: likes it or not. Stuck sounds negative. Um, well, you know, but, you know, I'm you, glad that, you know well, he's I guess
1: the, the the general listener
0: may not know what I mean, but I think
1: Greg knows. I think, you know,
0: well, the, um, it's more that if you want to find an easy way to get people on board with having a website, there are a few easier ways than WordPress. Yes, that's the gist of it.
1: Well, I always think of WordPress and IndieWeb as the. This is in kind of the same vein that uh, Churchill apparently described democracy, it's the it's the worst except when you look at all of the rest.
0: Well, also micro blog, good site but doesn't quite have the traction. It might yeah. someday. Um, then you have uh, known. Well,
1: it's a, it's amazing even how far microblog itself has come, and the features and functionality that they've added just in the past year because they.
0: Especially considering it's mostly one guy. Yeah, I'm saying mostly it's not. Well, really it's him. pretty
1: much almost all mostly one guy because the core code itself is is all his. Is, is closed in all his. So
0: yeah, I'm just saying that um, some of the of the improvements have come from community contributions in terms of ideas.
1: But as but as I watch it, it's impressive that you know my initial uh, inclination against it was that you know I I don't have much, if any, real control over what it is, how it looks like, how it's presented.
0: If it's hosted, and
1: you functionality. Do. And then, you know, a lot of the things that I wish it had a year ago that it didn't, it actually now does, so.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting. And I'll probably get a chance to talk to Amanda. Um He's the organizer of the Austin webcamp.
2: So, there may be something that he wants to talk about in terms
0: of integration. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was nice enough um, after uh, the summit to let me take over the JSON feed plugin for WordPress, which I didn't want to do in the sense that uh, I don't want to pick up a lot more projects. Mm-hmm. But that one doesn't really need that much more attention. I rewrote the thing, I merged everybody's uh, relevant
2: pull requests. And I think it's,
0: nobody's asked for anything recently. Yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, but it, it's such a low-level plugin in terms of how many more features could you put in. There are a few people who are um, who have a few minor things, but nothing, unless the spec itself changed or its usage changes. I don't see anything else to do with it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that the interesting thing too, even to me seems, and I haven't looked at it in a while, but the the spec for the thing itself doesn't seem to have changed incredibly drastically.
0: Well, uh, there's still this argument about, uh, the mime type. Yeah. Uh, that's and a few other problems. So there are some legitimate problems with it.
1: Well, there, there there's always going to be one or two odd quirks or people yeah. wishing it worked one way and not another, but
0: well, a lot of them are just because there hasn't been any movement on some of the open issues. The JSON feed, uh, GitHub has all of these issues that have not been adjudicated. So a development of the spec is stalled. So I don't know what that means in the long-term now um, parse this, which is, uh, it is not a parsing library, according to everybody uh, who I've spoken to uh, since it does more post-processing than actual parsing. Mm -hmm. Technically it parses, it parses uh, OGP itself. But with everything else, it uses an external library to do the parsing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it does all the post-processing and reformatting into microformats from all the other formats. So the um parsing of RSS is done by Simple but uh RSS to microformats conversion.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so that all that enhancement uh, was done uh starting in Berlin. And uh on a positive note, thanks to some help uh, and some interactions the uh, indigenous for android now works with the yarns microsub server which is using that code oh really well there was a uh, uh, there was this issue uh where it wasn't working and i put um, jack jameson and uh in touch with i don't always forget this one tell i always forget his actual name christoph is it uh, yeah christoph de jager yeah well he was supposed to be at berlin but unfortunately he had to pull out so i didn't get a chance to meet him there's always the future. Uh, yeah. But we were able to isolate it to um, a specification issue. Uh, so a fix was pushed into Indigenous, and it now can
2: actually read the output from Yarns. Nice.
0: Apparently... uh, And Yarns is in beta now, correct? Yeah. Um, At least I'm not statement. 100% happy with Yarns, to be honest, and that's mostly because I think there are things that need to be improved, but that it's a beta. There's supposed yeah. to be things that are, so it's not ready to be my daily driver, but I'm hoping someday it will be.
1: Well, here's something I've been thinking about too, cause I've used a handful of things kind of similar to yarns. And one of the tough parts is there's typically enough processing and enough data and enough back and forth that
2: when things like that are run on especially shared servers or shared hosting, they
1: can run those servers to a a crawl or to a halt or cause other problems.
0: That's one of the concerns.
1: And so I'm curious if it's being done and I haven't looked at it in probably six months now or four or five months at least if it's being done in a way that I can have my primary site running on one server, let's say, and, uh, you know, and I mostly think about it from a more beginner hobbyist standpoint, somebody who's actually going to be running things on shared hosting, who's got their site running on one shared server, and then has the ability to set up and run yarns from something else so that it's not slowing their their server, their primary site down?
0: Well, there are a few options. Um, Jack and I talked about it a few times, but not in the initial version. Mm -hmm. So I had a few ideas about um, running Cron on WordPress as a side thing, having an interface where you could have the processing running elsewhere and just uploading it into the WordPress database. There were a few
2: But for now, No and there
0: actually are um even if you look at what uh, Aaron Parecki did
2: mm-hmm.
0: how much do you understand about uh specifically about Microsoft
1: uh i've read through the spec
0: i don't know a year ago okay um, so so let's talk about Aaron um
1: and but i also know Aaron is caching everything so yeah. he you know he he's got a database with I threw out a number a week or two ago saying he's got, you know, i 36,000 records just from my website alone. Um, and my, I may, maybe it was even more than, I don't remember the specific number, but it was an obscene amount.
0: Yeah. That's Aaron for you. Um, of da- data because of he,
1: he stores it all and he's kept it all and you know God yep. bless him for that. But
0: yeah, well, uh, I don't think uh, everyone's going to do that.
1: but I mean, heck, I know my site has that much data in it, and even I don't look at it.
0: Yeah, I'm more saying that um, I don't think everybody who's implementing microsub is going to store to that degree. Yeah. But the way that he designed his implementation, um, it actually has three pieces. So piece number one it, um, is, of course, the microsub endpoint. That's the thing that outputs the the parsed, uh, in this case, uh, JF2, which is cleaned up microformats, so a simplified Mm -hmm. version. So it outputs that to the client. So the client being something like Together or Indigenous for Android that actually reads that information. But he has a third piece that Yarns doesn't currently have um, called Watchtower. Yeah. Watchtower takes all the polling away. So the storage isn't so much the issue. You could say that you know if, if it really gets insane on the storage, the storage could be offloaded. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's nice and simple; it goes in the in the WordPress database.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, meanwhile, a Watchtower watches web pages or feeds for changes and notifies about it. So it's similar to WebSub. So you could actually use Superfeeder for this also, or one of those mm-hmm. services. So the idea is right now. Yarns is constantly polling, and it's that polling that's the resource issue.
1: Yeah. Well, and I have to imagine too the other, the storage becomes an issue, um, particularly for people who are going to be prone to following thousands and thousands of people that they're really not actively really paying attention to.
0: Well, one, I assume you know there'll be sensible maximums where it will start discarding things if you don't read them. It has to, and two, if you if you get that far behind on your reading, there are other implications. You're never going to catch up anymore. Yeah. yeah, you're going to declare bankruptcy and say, "Just mark it all as read anyway." I've done that a few times with my feeds and said, "Okay, um, I'm this far behind. Uh, eliminate everything that's older than two weeks old." Mm-hmm. Because if I haven't read it's if it's older than two weeks, I'm just not going to get there. Yeah. Or sometimes I've just uh, locked myself in a room and caught up when I really felt I needed to. But. Right now I'm actually yeah, up to yeah. date on my feed reading. I run a, a fresh oh, RSS wow. instance, which if I ever get indigenous running would replace. And there's also options for that. There are a lot of very well-developed RSS uh, systems. Mm-hmm. One of the ideas I had is to link into one of those systems uh, similar to how um, Ryan Barrett did a micro sub to... Um, News Blur, I it was, think. It was NewsBlur API conversion. Yeah. Um. So why not on the back end allow it to pull in from multiple sources? Yeah. Now yeah, he did but... it. So, he did it so that you you can't. Um. I think that one of the issues was that you can't actually have multiple micro sub endpoints. But what if you had mm-hmm. one micro sub endpoint that had multiple sources behind it that handled all that logic? Yeah. So it may be that I keep my my fresh RSS instance doing all the RSS feeds. Have um, micro sub doing. You know, everything, and then pulling the data out of the other system.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So there are, you know, there are things I've thought of. And that might be a project for the future, you know, turn one API into another API.
1: Yeah. Well, it would be nice if, you know, big corporate uh, RSS readers like Feedly or InnoReader could handle, you know, or dovetail into systems like these. That way, if you're already a customer, you can use that and use one or more different reading interfaces that you know let's say you're, you're a fan of inno readers' interface, but you like how feedly is set up on the front end. you can use one piece on one and a different have a different yeah. experience on the other, which I think is kind of the some of the fun of things like microPub. You know, if you don't like how bookmark work, bookmarks work, and something like, you know, OmniBear, you have three or four other options. Okay. You may, you may like how OmniBear does likes or replies better than others, so you have the ability to pick and choose which ones you use and which which places and which locations.
0: Okay. So, do you? Th- do you think that if Yarns gets to where it needs to be for you that you would switch to it just for support of the community?
2: Oh, yeah, no doubt.
0: I would too. I'm I'm giving him time because I know he is really
1: well, getting you know, a lot of things fixed there. The guy's working on a PhD on something else anyway, so how dare he? Yeah. I'm holding my breath, you know, as patiently as I can. Every now and then I turn blue and fall off my chair, but...
0: Well, that's why I said, since I'd already done a lot of the parsing work, that I would just separate it out. He was using some of the code that I'd written anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just split it out and started using it as a library dependency in postkinds. But on a technical level, Postkinds can do feed parsing. Doesn't yeah. need to, but... it's using the same library and I started talking if I could really strip it down and optimize it and make it so that all pieces didn't need to be loaded which I've done a lot of uh, the dependency management is a little better than it was when I first started then uh, it could go into semantic link backs and that's one less piece of code Mm -hmm. to maintain if everything is dependent on you know variants of the same post processor yeah all the parsing code is off and semantic link backs become, you know, even though it incorporates a library, it becomes just the display and and storage logic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if we'd ever get there, but it's less, um, anything that says less code to maintain and better at the same time. Yep, I'm on board with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it <laughs> well, Yeah.
1: Just even looking, remembering back to the, 2012 theme i've been working on you
0: know yeah and we started the pieces there. i want to
1: cut out and rejigger
0: just to make it easier well that's refactoring think and, about <laughs> uh, i'm better at refactoring than i am at some other things so.
1: well i think to me even looking going back and looking at and i'm presuming you're doing the development much the same way you did for the 2016 fork uh of that theme um, I'm curious to look at your indie web publisher repo to f- kind of follow step by step the big chunks that you've changed just to watch how you've changed them and why you've changed them you know it becomes kind of a a mini class because you can sit in github and look at these are the specific lines that changed and here's the title that says kind of roughly what changed you know to to me that's
0: yeah, I've I've tried, uh, but you know, a, a every nice time I do it, course. I every time I do it, I learn more. Yeah.
1: Well, it's it's fun to be able to watch the repositories and see exactly what's changed and have it highlighted so that I can follow along and see what you've changed and then use that potentially to tweak other things that I'm working on. And I don't think I don't know if enough people know that things like that exist to be able to use as samples, you know, for people who know a little bit of code, but not a lot, but then can at least puzzle out what's happening based on, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, if I go back, um, I decided to take a break um, from IndieWeb Publisher because I had stuff I wanted to do with plugins. So I got it to a point where somebody could play with it and give me feedback, but not where I would do much more. But mm-hmm. so there's another directory in the development repo, which is the CSS style sheet from Independent Publisher Two, which is the the fork that uh, WordPress.com did. Yeah. So if you've ever looked at it, it looks very different. It has a wide right sidebar, yeah. and it has a it puts the the sidebar elements for the author or the site logo at the very top instead of on the side.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wanted to actually make it so that you could switch between the IndieWeb Publisher 1 style and the IndieWeb Publisher 2 style. Oh, that's slick. Not finished with that. I yeah. I paused. Also, the CSS that I'm using, it, um, I turned it into a SAS, which allows me to build it out of pieces. Mm-hmm. But right now the SAS isn't really... Um, Sassified, for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah. It's just me separating the elements into individual files and building them dynamically. Yeah. But later, I want to take um, in both that and IndieWeb uh, in IW26, I did the same thing, but I didn't do any modifications to take advantage of Sass. I just use yeah. it as a construction tool. So okay. I want to
2: actually take advantage of it. And how... Compatible or incompatible are those
0: two CSS files? Uh, they're complete. Uh, it looks like, despite the fact that they call IndieWeb 2 a theme that was created by GramDev, it really wasn't. They did the same thing I did, which is they took the ideas of a the theme, but it looks like they, they started from scratch and just incorporated some of his code, but cut out a large percentage of it.
1: mm Well, I liked a lot of his typography and general layout a little better even, I think, than theirs.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted to have both because one of the things that an independent publisher is that it uses a a left 160 pixel width sidebar. Yeah. Uh, Nowadays, more people seem to be using a 240 pixel with sidebar that shrinks as needed. Yeah. So I don't know how independent publisher would look if I... Changed it to a two hundred and forty pixel one, but I didn't try yeah. that either for now i'm I'm going with a straight conversion, and if I ever decide to play with it later, i might but yeah. I'm trying to where if you like the theme, hopefully you'll like this uh stripped down simplified upgraded version yeah. but if I start imposing too much of my own um, design opinion then it's just another theme i'm imposing yeah. I'm imposing my opinion on what should be in a theme what shouldn't, and how it should be implemented, but that's a little different.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it did have a lot of, I mean, it
1: was a very flexible theme in terms of if you want a theme that does.
0: Yeah, I want to still have it flexible, but um, not quite as many of the things in there that it had before. It had a lot of kitchen sink features. Yep. And some of them I may re-implement in a simplified fashion later, but for now... it
1: had some it had some generally usable kitchen sink features, you know, more so than some themes I've seen where you choose the theme and you're so bound and tied to it that you can never change away. Yeah. Or easily change away because there was so much stuff added in and I like the fact that he didn't
2: quite do that.
0: Yeah. And I may do more of these theme conversions if I find themes that I think lend to Sort of the indie web slant on things, and someday I may actually try to get them to the theme directory. Yeah, although um, I gather that's a bit of a challenge. But well, at I, least you know. at, at least if you have one or two choices that you could download from somewhere and install,
1: but then maybe the you know something that we should consider doing is uh, for one of the upcoming camps is doing a session on indie web WordPress themes and you know create a list of a handful of things that people can quickly or easily add to or tweak around with to modify a pre-existing theme so it's a little more indie web friendly
2: that way we can take some of the things we're learning from taking scene 2012 and independent pop- well, I have I have a challenge for you. Roll that up into a uh, a manual or a guide of some sort, so that
1: others who you know desperately want that th- friendly that theme they they've got had their eye on for ages, but that doesn't quite work with IndieWeb might be able to be easily tweaked so that it could at least
2: hobble along on crutches, so to speak.
0: Well, I have a challenge for you. How about this? Um, If you come to Austin, Texas,
2: the site of the next Indie webcam, Mm -hmm.
0: I will be happy to propose a session where we attempt to convert 2012 to microformats in a room.
1: Oh, no, we should do 2011 or maybe 2015. Hopefully by the time Austin comes around, I'm done with 2012. I
0: am eager to see what you do.
1: I know. Well, there's a repo hiding in there somewhere that
2: you can see bits and pieces of it. Well,
0: it always 2014. Um, How do you feel about 2014? 2014 was
1: okay. It's
0: it's more of a magazine style.
1: It's more of a magazine or newspaper style, so it might be helpful or useful for people who are indie webifying
0: those types of things. Uh, there's 2013. Um,
1: uh, 2013 it actually was a pretty interesting
2: experiment, mostly for the post formats set up. Um, so that, that could be fun, but I think it would be a little quirkier to try and get that to work
1: with, um, post kinds in a, as nice a way.
0: I'd have to look at how it did it.
1: In fact, actually, that might be another interesting side project, too, is creating a theme that really... So the same way that 2013 tried to go out of its way to make it really apparent what the power of post-formats was, it would be interesting to see, take a theme, and create it in such a way that it really... Goes over and be goes over and above to show the difference of how post kinds works and can be optimized.
0: Well, I'll see if I decide to do another one. Uh, for now, I want to give some plug-in love. No, I have a bunch of little things to do to make things work better.
1: But I think there's a few things we can do in terms of helping people because I, you know, even looking at. Um, the 2012 theme, you know, there are a few quirky micro formats like that, you know, they put an H feed on
0: literally every page. Uh, most themes do that. <laughs> um, you...
1: <laughs> and I was like, I'm sitting there look, looking like, you know, what is going on here? And there's something drastically wrong. Yeah. Um, I also noticed in the code too, there are things that they have written into the code but make completely invisible.
0: Yeah, it's more of this uh, whole idea that they did a bunch of things. That H feed thing persisted for a long time. A lot of people seem to do that. So there's false, it was this false idea that seems to have propagated all over the place. Yeah. I got them to take it out of underscores, which a lot of people use as the base for their theme,
2: mm-hmm. on the
0: theory that newer themes at least wouldn't do that. Yeah. But uh, you still have older themes. And a lot of the work I had to do on. Uh, that I did for IndieWeb Publisher was to make it so it was no longer styling uh classic microformats. Yeah. Um I'm not did, quite done with that, but I did it for all the major pieces.
1: Didn't wasn't hadn't somebody built a little tool to highlight the fact that, that people were or weren't styling using microformats? It seems uh, like I saw an example of it somewhere in the chat three or four months ago, and I meant to bookmark it and save it.
0: I think it's gotten better in the community that we've been highlighting that we don't want people to do it. And other communities have, even though they don't necessarily care about microformats, have agreed that you shouldn't do it. Uh, but yeah. a lot of the time, the response is, why don't we just get rid of these things anymore? Nobody uses them anyway. <laughs>
1: well, Until three years, two years from now, when Google changes their mind yet again. and I doubt and- it. The, the ship it's is the only thing that works.
0: The ship has sailed on that, Props. I still hope.
2: Yeah. No, they're no, easy. They're,
0: you know, I finally, I finally understand them, and I don't know if I'm ever going to understand schema or JSON LD. I think it's just too. Yeah, tech- I think it's too technical for most people.
1: Well, there, yeah, there's that too.
0: I know I could understand it if I actually made the effort, but the fact that I have to make that much effort is what frustrates
2: me about it. Yeah.
0: And you know what they say? We have the classy markup. Sorry, <laughs> I've never been able to effectively use that joke. Yeah, well, it's the it's a slogan it's the, of the microformats community. Microformats, we, we, we do it with class. And we do it with class. I was going to say, I think I may have the
1: the the very last T-shirt that ever got printed and given away.
2: You should wear Penny. it. I, what, I only at indie web camps.
0: That's why I'm suggesting. There you go. I'm selfishly once again trying to convince you to come to indie web camp, Austin.
1: Awesome. So on on Sunday,
2: I, that will be my my wardrobe.
0: If you come, or just uh, every well, I'm,
2: I'm doing what I can.
1: I'm
0: doing what I can. Uh, have, has uh, your significant other ever visited uh, the city of Austin?
1: Well, that's the thing. We got to come up with a good excuse for other the
0: the to do. the other music festival, you know, or whatever and that, it was, that's, the cider you know, music festival. That, exactly. Uh, well, you're you're too early for the rodeo. I'm sorry. Uh, how about the <laughs> duck about, boat?
1: But, well, I I have mentioned the duck boats, and that that has started to soften
0: the ground a little. So last year, Marty and I went on the duck boat. Uh, I still have my duck call.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Everyone should. You know that that's one of those items you buy, and then you know every
1: time. Okay, oh, it, it came free. Every, oh, okay. Well, every time you go through and you uh, Marie Marie condo your home, you hold that one and you you know spark with joy. Yeah. So now that we've gotten our
0: uh, condo reference out of the way, and we're just over the hour mark. Yeah, we said we were going to be shorter because you have uh, people to get to and. I actually have laundry I have to put into the dryer, but it'll stay where We said we were going to go less than an hour because uh, we always end up long on these things, and we're at an hour and 18 minutes of recording time. uh, Uh, Hopefully hopefully there's enough pause in the middle that'll take 10 minutes out and we'll be good to go. But it's nice to catch up and to talk about some of the things that we want to do in the future. And I appreciate that you keep doing this because um, I talk a lot.
2: Well, you know.
0: About my dreams. And I'm happy to have somebody to listen, because otherwise I'd just be talking to myself for an hour.
1: Well, you know, I always feel bad because, you know, this is an hour
0: you didn't spend coding to catch up on all those things you wanted to build either. So. Well, I might be on one of my other projects. This afternoon, I, uh, with help, ripped down the ceiling fan in my apartment and uh, rewired it. So now oh. my ceiling fan has a website.
2: Seriously? Yes. Mad, mad respect.
0: Uh, I'd like to point out that the website is only accessible inside my place. Uh, although there's an interface I can access remotely. So, uh, can you, can, does it post its own fan speed? Uh, no, it's a control website. Okay. But since it's a control website, it means that I can actually it does have an API. It uh, uses MQTT, so mm-hmm. I can send commands to it from my website.
1: Uh, so does this mean that when you check into locations away from your home your fan turns
2: off?
0: I'll get there. Um you know that I am the creator of the uh, Home Assistant for WordPress plugin. That Is it the- an official plugin already? Uh official no, but it has a repository. Okay. I knew it was something you were working on but I Yeah, um I haven't really gone back to it but I sort of wanted to after what happened today. Mhm. Um I um I got a message from a gentleman who said, uh, "What does this intriguing plugin do?" <laughs> and I had to say, "Not much yet." Yeah, but I'm tempted. So the person who asked about it is actually a um, home automation uh, blogger, YouTuber, etc. Yeah, I just went back and said, "Well, what would you want it to do?" Because I've been trying to figure out how I want it to proceed with it. Because it does work. Um, I yeah. use it right now to extract the location from my house of where I am, and I use that in. In simple location, but I could um one of the things I want to do was to be able to extract the information for any sensor and display it on my site, yeah, since I have a lot of sensors in home oh,
1: assistance if with your with your weather setup uh you know on certain days when the temperature gets above a certain level and the humidity gets above a certain level, you would have a turn on your ceiling fan
0: i home assistant is handling that, but I might do more where the website integrates with that. So for now uh, I did actually make it so that my uh, weather station is outputting JSON so that I could bypass that system and pull weather data with a custom add-on for simple location directly from my house Mm -hmm. uh, on my list. Although I think my Pi is down, which runs that. Yeah. But all of, Um, I'm still worried that somebody's going to um, If somebody sends... I could make it so somebody, when they send me a comment, it blinks my lights or turns them red. Yeah. But I haven't gotten there yet. I have something to dream about. But one day I will do something in that vein, and uh, I will have to uh, see how shocked everybody is.
2: Yeah, well, I, the
1: weather is getting uh, a little warmer and nicer out, so I, you know, I'm actually looking forward to uh, resubscribing to Jonathan LeCours' uh, big,
2: big green egg, which I think he he had set up a separate website for, and it, you know, regularly
1: posts what the internal temperature of his grill is, and as well as the internal temperature of his meat.
0: Well, just remember, here in New York, the polar vortex is coming. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was um, Thursday. It's going to be a high of 15, a low of nine. Oh, jeez, that's not as bad as some places, but that's not fun. Yeah, uh, it uh, is actually going to be warmer. Um,
1: says the says the man who thinks it's going to be warm in April in New Haven.
0: Warmer than now? Well, warmer yeah. than 15 degrees? Yes. <laughs>
2: okay, I'll give you that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. But we've been lucky. There hasn't been, there was a plan last weekend for a major snowstorm and it missed us. Sorry to those people who would hit. But anytime I don't, cold I can live with as long as I don't have to shovel snow. I'm never a fan of doing that. Anyway, I'm going to excuse myself because I have laundry that needs to go into the dryer and uh, I will post this episode later. Um, For all of those of you listening, if you have been on the fence about coming to Indie Web Camp Austin, I will make you this promise. I'm Er I've already booked my ticket, so you get the pleasure of my company. If you don't like the pleasure of my company, then uh, that would be a turnoff, but <laughs> I'm hoping that people think that I'm worth meeting.
1: I'll vouch for you.
0: He's,
1: he's the best in the uh, uh square you can check off.
0: Also, I think uh, Greg McFerry is uh, committed. Let's see. I know, uh, let's see, Aaron Parecki and Tante. Who else has committed so far? I better check the Indie, uh, before we go, I better check the IndieWeb uh, event page. 2019.indieweb.org slash Austin. So let's see if anybody else has sent an Indie RSVP. Uh, we have, uh, oh, Gregor. I should have remembered that being as uh, I worked with him to, on a roommate plan. Yep. Uh, it's depressing when you can't remember the um, that you had a roommate. Let me rephrase that, um, that you forget about the person who's going to be your roommate. Uh, I don't know if uh, some people may have used the the $5 option, which wouldn't have posted their information.
1: Well, and for those who have not RSVP yet or don't have a site, uh, there's a bunch of uh, homebrew websites, uh, club meetups coming up. Yep. But at least five. Jo- join one of those and learn how to send their indie RSVP.
0: I'm just pointing out there are five people who have actually committed to coming. Uh, one of those people who has an RSVP'd is Magin Reese. Uh, but as he's the organizer, I assume he's showing up. So that's six people. Yep. That I know about at least.
1: Oh, and I would be willing to bet that, you know, there's probably another ten who Who haven't R S V P yet. Who are going and just haven't R S V P'd yet. So
0: Well just remember I still have that offer. I have a special surprise for you, um, sitting right here if you show up. Okay. And if you don't show up it has to wait until the next time that I see you at any webcam.
1: Well, it's uh it's probably easier to make it to Austin
0: to catch New Haven. As I said, it will sit here until such a time as you come to claim it. So well and I I haven't been to Austin in ages, so we're overdue.
2: So we'll give it a shot. okay. All right. Well, so let us adjourn then,
0: for the night, and uh, hopefully by the next time I record any podcast, I will fix the audio problem that is uh, currently annoying me. Yeah. Or used it as an excuse apologies. to upgrade.
1: Our deepest apologies to you, Jeremy.
2: But thanks for suffering through with us.
0: Maybe he didn't. If he didn't, then he didn't hear the apology. Yeah, uh, he probably will have. Okay. Well, he. Uh, when, I think he tried we... out the. I think he tried out the indie web publisher theme yeah well
1: you know we can always um audio tag him and uh, send him.
0: well until next time we can tag him in the show notes
2: yeah there you go until next time
0: until next time
2: stay indie web all right